Well, I'm Lee. I am a compulsive eater. I think I was born that way. My mother always told me that the first time she saw me in the hospital, this is back in the days when the, the, the mother got ether, so she didn't scream and carry on. And uh, when she woke up, they were putting me on her in her lap and I was chewing on my fist. And so I think that um, when the nurse was telling me, I think your baby's hungry. Anyway, um, that went on and on and on and on. And um, <clears throat> I didn't realize at the time that I was overweight um, until I got into about the third grade. And that's when mother and I went on, went on my first diet. And um, but years later, I ran into some pictures of my kindergarten, first and second grade. In kindergarten, I was the fattest kid in the class. I mean, really the fattest kid in class. I didn't realize I was that 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 short and stubby when stubby when I was was in there. First grade was about the same. And second grade, for some reason, I slimmed down. Now that I have been in program and therapy and all that sort of stuff, I realize why. Second grade was the first year that I liked school. I was a school teacher. I absolutely adored. In fact, you, even after I was long out of the second grade, I was we were friends. And eventually, uh, my dad and I, in 1965, uh, bought an Airstream trailer, and Mrs. Carr and her husband had an Airstream. And my mother always said it was because of Mildred Carr and her stories of traveling with her kids and her family in their, their vacation trailers that um, it prompted me to hound my parents to buy one. And so in 1960, we did, and they kind of became, you know, <laughs> mutual friends. But anyway, uh, so I... I knew her and her husband up until the time that they passed away in the late 70s. And uh, <clears throat> she was the first person in my life that I remember making me feel like a real person. And uh, she had a way of talking to her students. To, she could talk to a second grader and not talk down to them. She, would, she knew how to lift her students up to a level of a second grader understanding an adult sort of thing. Anyway, um, <clears throat> and then in the third grade, I went on my first diet, and that's where it all began in 1955, <clears throat> until um, even today, those memories jog my head, and uh, I still sometimes think I'm on a diet. Uh, I tell myself, when I'm eating, this is not a diet. This is a food plan. This is the way. This is the way we go. Um, I I don't have a specific food plan. Uh, I need. I was talking to my therapist yesterday, and one of the one of the things that I don't do, and I was told it back in the days pre pre lap band surgery all the way through until you know now, I need to make a shopping list when I go to the grocery store. I don't. I just go to the grocery store and I try to remember what I thought I, what I said to myself I need and then whatever else pops up in my mind. And um, with program, I'm able to avoid certain aisles in the grocery store. I do the, the perimeter shopping, going through the, you know, produce, dairy, meat, anything, you know, that, to wipe up the mess like paper towels and stuff. And, um, and now a cat food and cat litter. And um, I avoid, you know, the other the other aisles at, at whenever possible. And um, there are certain aisles that I go down of my trigger foods and my binge foods. Uh, 
one side of the aisle will be frozen foods and the other side of the aisle will be that other frozen thing that I get my have been known to get myself involved with for years. And as I'm walking down there or in the bakery department, I'm saying to myself, that's not my food that belongs to somebody else. It would not be good of me to buy somebody else's food because maybe they need it. And um, so I, um, I, w I work my program on a daily basis. And I, I don't exactly remember the entire reading, but it said something about something about, uh, and I'll paraphrase this and misquote, something about service is one of the, one of the ways to give service is to go to, to, to show up at a meeting. And uh, that, that's so true. Uh, if you go, if I go to a meeting place in the days of face to face, especially in a small area where I started OA, um, it's a little disheartening to go there and sit in your car waiting for somebody to come and 20 minutes after the meeting should have started, nobody shows up. Um, even if, you know, a meeting, I think in the big book I've read that it says, you know, a meeting can be, you know, it takes a, a coffee pot and a resentment to have a meeting, you know, two people, a coffee pot and a resentment, I think it is something, something of that nature. And um, it's very true uh, because sitting outside waiting for somebody to show up to open the door to have a meeting, in my case, can build a resentment. And um, then on the way home, I can always stop off at one of those places I shouldn't be stopping off at. I stop at with the idea that, well, nobody came to the meeting. So if I do this, nobody's going to know. Well, I'm going to know. And um, so over the years of being being in this program for 30, almost 35 and a half years now. Um, and most of the time in, I had, there were times when I was out of the program, but um, I uh, have, uh, I got a, a new sponsor about uh, not quite 18 months ago. And as much as I, I like the idea of what happened, but I don't like it because it didn't happen fast enough because I'm, a, I'm one of those, I want it now, I want what I want and I want it now for people. Um, and I got spoiled with bariatric surgery when I had my lap bound and I dropped close to a hundred pounds in a year very quickly. Um, and then later found out I had gallstones. <laughs> uh, I have only lost, I've only given away about 10 pounds in the last 18 months. No, since June of not 18, 15 months since June of 2020. And I thought, you know, this is not going as fast as I want it. And, and then it dawned on me that, you know, it doesn't have to go as fast as I want it. If this is what is meant for me at the age of almost 75 years old to lose 10 pounds in 15 months and get my cardiologist all excited, she was back be bouncing off her chair. And I'm thinking, doctor, it's only 10 pounds for heaven's sake. <laughs> what, how excited can I get you if I lost 20? <laughs> so when I go to see her and I don't remember the next time I have an appointment with her is, but um, I will uh, possibly, um, you know, see if I can lose another 10 and just see how excited she gets. Anyway, um, but uh, it's time to, um, um, to, for me to look at the fact that, you know, tighten it up a little bit. And I'm still out going to the 90 day concept meetings, looking for somebody who's a potential sponsor to contact. and. I'm old age, I'm getting forgetful. I write their names down in the notebook and then I forget to where I put the notebook. I don't know. Anyway, anyhow, um, on that note, I will welcome all the newcomers and I see some names out here I haven't seen before, whether you're just a newcomer to our meetings or if you're a total newcomer to OA, uh, keep coming back, stick around.
Uh, you often hear the saying, uh, don't leave until the miracle happens. Well, I would like to add to that. Don't leave until the miracle happens. And then once the miracle happens, please don't leave because I want to hear about your miracle. Ta-ta until next time.